Welcome back to Don't Call a Book Club. My name is Luke. My name is Dan. Today we are back in the Murderbot series. We've read the third, the third installment, which is Rogue Protocol. Um, I I, w- I want to say uh, apologies for not getting an episode out next week or last week. Uh, it's all Dan's fault. Just kidding. Okay, it's come on, actually. Um, <laughs> now we we both got kind of we... busy this week, to be honest. So sorry about that, everybody. Yeah. Uh, so before we get to the warm up in the in the actual episode, um, I wanted to say that we are going to uh, try to make it up next week. Um, we'll keep a regular schedule with a new book, but I think we are also going to try to record a patron only episode uh, that's going to be a little bit of like us catching up on the news that we've missed since the last page, the, the last Patreon episode. Um, but also anything you guys suggest. So uh, a little ma- a little mailbag episode. So mm. uh, anything you guys want us to talk about, any questions you might have, put it in uh, one of our one of our social media uh, place what places Zones? Discord, Reddit, one of those. Yeah, yeah we'll have a post. Things. There'll be a post up that is specifically for questions you might have on the Reddit. We'll probably post a make a tweet about that if Twitter still exists when this episode comes out. And then on the Discord, there'll be like, you can just ask a question and at Luke or I, and then we'll see that on that platform. Yeah. 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 So, so get pumped. Also, if you're not, if you're not a patron, get, get on, get on there. We've got some, we've got some good bonus episodes. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows it. Yeah. Yeah. Also (laughs) great perks on there. Huge, huge perks. Um, (laughs) <laughs> okay uh so okay like i said a rogue protocol but we got to get warmed up uh and i have a warm-up for us that is mm, okay you're familiar with blood pacts uh yeah yeah somewhat i've, I've heard of them sure <laughs> so so uh the 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 typical way that you form a blood pact right uh-huh is you cut a big freaking gash in your palm oh i know i already know where you're going with this yeah okay and you shake and you shake hands with someone yeah that has also done this yes right yes two big two big uh cut open palms smushed together and we're done this is how we started the pod actually you and i did a blood pact (laughs) that's correct um and it's a mistake it's a mistake okay all Uh, right um The pod is a mistake. Well, be, what are you talking about? To, to be to be clear, to be clear, our our relationship is not a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just feel like the the cutting open mm-hmm. of the hand mm-hmm. is is kind of minimized in this. Mm. Even when it's even even when it's like, oh, that looks painful. I I don't think that that's enough. If you're like cutting open your palm mm-hmm. in this hypothetical scenario, which mm-hmm. um. That's like a that's like a multi week injury. Yeah, totally. It's like your your next several days revolve around that injury. Yeah, very much. It's so. not just like it's not just like oh yeah, let's get on with my day. You don't it's just like, wrap a bandage around it and go back to your work. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like I'm calling out calling out sick for weeks. <laughs> I find this especially true in situations where they don't have great like sanitation 
right? Like, Mm -hmm. let's say it's like a little out in the woods kind of deal. They don't have soap or running water and they make like a blood pact or like, I don't know, really anywhere that this could happen. That's not like in a modern setting with soap and water is like, dude, the risk of infection on this thing. Astronomical guys. Huge. And it's especially, I appreciate the way that you frame this as well, Luke, because thank you. I think it makes the, the act more impactful but I don't think filmmakers mm-hmm. lean into it as much as they should. Because I think when you do a big cut on your hand to do a blood pact, it says how important that pact is to you. Like you are willing to take the hit for the next three weeks while your hand is basically <laughs> incapacitated. Um, right. And But in film, it's just like, oh yeah, they cut they cut their hands and then they wrap a little gauze around it and they have no mobility issues. They are not mobility, but like no dexterity issues at all. They're just doing their normal stuff. No, they're not. They're not. They're absolutely not. Um, Anytime they're moving their hand, they're like, Oh, ouch. Can't hold anything. I can't grab anything. Right. It's also the dominant hand almost always. Right. Yep. I know we're, I know we're a right hand dominant society, which is unfortunate, but, but, yeah like seriously you can't do anything you need help for the rest of the for for so long afterwards it's a huge deal um i do think i was gonna say we need to change it to something else like the 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 classic like spit on your palm kind Mm -hmm. of thing Mm -hmm. um but i i do appreciate what you've said about it highlighting the importance of of the pact Mm -hmm. um what, so what, so what do, you, do we keep it? Do we do no, we do? No, because I I don't like that it's debilitating for a period of time. Okay. I I don't think that gets the spirit of the pact. Right, the pact is something that needs to be re- like a reminder for a long period of time. And like, sure, if your hand hurt for three weeks and you couldn't type, you'd probably remember that. But I I feel like a better one is like you, you know how in Red Rising how they cut their face, like the golds cut their faces. Mm-hmm. You gotta get matching face tattoos or something. Okay, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna go tattoos. I don't know if I would go face. Ta- I guess it depends on the pact, right? If this is a serious pact that you're that you're cooking up, like put <laughs> it on your face. It needs to be on your face because then you can see it. You cannot avoid it. Like you will see it every day. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everywhere mm-hmm. else, you could hide this pact. It's a good point. It's a good point. And I also will say a lot of the times these take place uh, to to come back to the theme of our podcast in a fantasy world mm-hmm. where there is like magic. Mm. Yeah. Um, so so some of these blood packs can be can be transitioned to to like, you know, your your soul oath. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. The problem with the soul oaths that I always see is that there's no visual component. It's like, oh, if you break it, you die. Sure, yeah, okay, obviously, mm-hmm. but I need I need a thing on my face, in case you forget. In case you forget, <laughs> oh, actually, I was soul bonded to never go, to never get an extra large popcorn without my buddy, also <laughs> here, and I accidentally I was hungry and I did get one and died immediately. I freaked out the movie theater attendant pretty bad. <laughs> right. Right, a little face tattoo um, helps out with that. All right, just a big bucket also, of popcorn on your forehead. Then you know. 
also uh, with the with the with the magic world, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's a time component to these pacts, it's not permanent. It's like five years, right? Is how long our our pact lasts. That's how long I have this face tattoo for, right? Um, yeah, I like this. I think. There is an element of a blood pack that is like the mingling of blood has power in it, which I think is the reason why people cut their hand open and then handshake is that their blood gets to mingle together and that Mm. people Mm -hmm. are like, there's power in that. There's some kind of magical power in that for some people. Um, For for some. For some. And I think the tattoo is kind of missing that element. Okay. I'm wondering if there's a way we can get this magical blood element. Hmm. Because I can think of worse, right? So, for example, <laughs> here's how I do a blood pack that's worse than cutting your hand. Uh, you you both get bad paper cuts on your tongue and make out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. That's yeah, worse. We yeah. could go worse easier, but I'm trying to think of something that you still, like, it's not quite as bad as, do you just do, the, like, knucks? Do you get little bloody knuckles and then you just knucks it pretty good? I don't know because like the 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 thing about just like moving it mm-hmm. to a less you lose some of the symbolism of the handshake. I feel okay, sure, sure. Um, I mean, after COVID, you could do the elbow thing, right? <laughs> That's so lame, dude. Come on, nobody's doing the elbow <laughs> thing. We thought that would catch on. It's never gonna catch on. It's never gonna catch on. Um, and good riddance, honestly. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> now your your making out thing has gotten me going in weird directions, and I <laughs> and I have issues with that. Okay. Um, but <laughs> Luke, are you are you having regrets for how we did our blood pack to start the pod? Because I, you know what? No. Okay. I'm glad we did it that way. Good. So am I. Um, we've gotten kind of off the rails with this. Do we want to just start talking about the book? Yeah, we can start talking about the book. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So we're we're talking to Rogue Protocol, which is book three of the Murderbot series. Mm-hmm. And I'm I am bummed that we left uh, Art A R T behind. Yeah, this Murderbot leaves everyone behind, and I'm sick of it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm sick of it. I was sick of it at the end of the last book where they were like, "And I'm leaving. Bye, everybody." Stop leaving the, your friends. The last, the last two books. Yeah, yeah, Actually, yeah. Stop leaving your friends, please. Because how are you going to make it in this crazy world without your friends? You can't do it. Well, right. He did. There actually, there's a a couple times where the humans that he's interacting with in this book have a robot who mm-hmm. they treat very well. Yeah. And there's a couple times where Murderbot gets emotional because yeah. presumably they have never had this this kind of uh, relationship. Yes, yes. And it's like, I mean, sure, some of that's some of that's uh, out of your control. However, you're pushing people away. This is true, but it's out of self-preservation, right? They they've been pretty poorly treated by people. Yes, sure, sure. and. We should also point out, like, the people that they were with last that freed them were kind of cool. They were kind of treating them this way of, like, hey, we care about you as an as a creature and don't want you to die. Right. So 
And I think that might be part of the reason why they are getting so emotional is they're reminded of this relationship that they had that was really important mm-hmm. to them. And I think they're trying to kind of deny that it was as important as it was. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe as like a self-preservation kind of thing. Cause man, it's tough out there for a murder bot. <laughs> it's true. I, I will it say is. though one one benefit one upgrade for the murder bots that we haven't talked about yet that i think was sort of just introduced in this section or in this book uh deleting mundane things from your memory that you mm. just don't need to remember anymore uh yes please i would love that <laughs> huge that's huge it's massive Murderbot does this like complex negotiation with these people on this transport of like all right why are you all fighting stop fighting sure i'll hear you out whatever and then Murderbot gets to just go to their dorm and delete the memory of it because it was so boring and stupid yeah great yeah i mean i don't know if that's what i would use my deletes on Mm, what are you using your deletes on like obviously (laughs) my embarrassing middle school memories yeah those things you stay up at night thinking about and you're like god i really i know i think about this a lot and it shouldn't it probably wasn't as embarrassing as i'm thinking about it but man this sucks right or like or like i don't know some things that i did that were like kind of accidentally mean to someone oh yeah and i'm like beat myself up over it all Mm -hmm. the time and it's like ah Let's get rid of these. <laughs> right, right. It's not the it's not the times you intentionally did mean things to people because those you got to learn from. It's the stuff. It's the stuff that rattles around in your brain that has no value. It's just like you can't learn from it. <laughs> There's no lesson to be had. It's just like it makes you cringe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, give me that tool. Let me just clip clip some stuff out. Yeah, because I also think. Like, Murderbot is deleting some of these from from their memory, right? But they're, like, relatively normal, boring interactions with humans where the humans are interacting with Murderbot as if they're a human, Mm -hmm. which, like, seems valuable to me in what Murderbot is wanting to do. Ah, I see what you're saying. Like... They are treating Murderbot the way that the Murderbot kind of wants to be treated. Like Murderbot kind of wants to be free to do whatever they want and just be a be a person, essentially. Yeah. And yeah. so like this is what being a person is, Murderbot. Like the stuff you're deleting is like that's it. That's what it is. Right. They're, like there's it's twofold here, actually. It's just like Murderbot wants to be treated like a person, and these are times when that's happening. Yeah. Which is on, on its own valuable right but also like as a learning exercise if you're trying to in the future also like pass as a person i i feel like i i don't know what the lessons necessarily will be yeah but a little practice i guess i mean murderbot has access to like probably millions of hours of content of people interacting with other people granted sure. it's all scripted but that probably means the interactions are way better and more interesting <laughs> So, and a few times Murderbot is quoting from these things when they're interacting with people. So they're aware, they kind of are just using this as a fun way of 
being a real person, which I approve of. Yeah, sure. We all do that to some degree. I wish I had writers. It'd be nice. <laughs> Gotta get some writers for the pod, honestly. Um, <laughs> the strike is killing us, Luke. <laughs> That's right. Our interns have not been paid very much. Um, <laughs> okay. So I actually, since we talked about um, the humans that were treating their robot well. Yeah. Which is uh, Mickey is yes. the is the pet bot's name. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't remember if I've said this something along these lines in the past, but Murderbot seems very surprised that people are treating Mickey the way that they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I am surprised that that is not the norm, knowing <laughs> people you're saying, as I do. You're saying in a world where people say thank you to their like Google Assistant and their like Amazon whatever thing that's in their house talking to them, it would not naturally yeah. transition to people just being polite to robots because that's how we're kind of trained to do it. Well, not even... Yeah, y- yes, of course, that. Yeah. But also just like, I don't know. Be- <laughs> To not be a complete psycho all the time. Well, also, like, people be atta- people get attached to things. Yeah, this is true. Easily. <laughs> this is true. Like, incredibly easily. It would be bizarre <laughs> if someone had a robot and they were not, like, buddies with it. It would, like, <laughs> genuinely be strange to me. You're right. It would be a red flag. Honestly, I think if I met somebody who wasn't buddies with their robot, it would be a red flag. I'd be like, what is wrong with you? Why don't you have cool right. nicknames for your robot? Like, come on. Right. This is fun. Like, a, ro- a, a robot like this, right, yeah. who, like, I to some degree has a personality or at least is mimicking a personality and yeah. can, like, hold conversations. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's my buddy. <laughs> Yeah, people people have relationships with fish. Like people would have relationships with robots all the time. Yeah. Pe- people have relationships with fake fish. <laughs> like you remember Tamagotchis for one thing, <laughs> right? Yeah. Neo like the Nintendogs was another one. Uh-huh. For a uh-huh. while. Oh, wow. You're so right. You're so right. What is going on with these people? Every there had to have been some cataclysmic event in the past that caused people to stop being friends with everything. I'm fr- I talk <laughs> I talk amicably to like my refrigerator. Like <laughs> Right. Yeah. Oh, Luke, wait a minute though. Hold on. Because there are some devices that I do not speak amicably to. There are some devices that only get scorn. Okay. Those are the devices that don't really work as I expect them to. I wonder if a lot of bots are like five years ago model. Like people don't pay and to buy the latest bot. So it might be a little slower Mm. and like it might take longer to process your requests than the newest bot or it can't run the latest apps or it crashes. And so I wonder if people like develop that kind of antagonistic relationship where it's like, God damn. Like you stupid, but like, come on, just make my toast, make, make my toast. God, you stupid, make my toast. You know what I mean? Where like most of the bots are like that. And so it's just the default is to be frustrated with them. 
okay, sure. It's like, why are you not connecting to the Wi-Fi? <laughs> what do you mean I need an update? No, cancel update. <laughs> I need you to drive me to the movies. <laughs> cancel update. It's the, it's the uh, you forget your password and reset <laughs> your password, and then your password can't be the same as the old password. That's just happening over and over again with the robots. Yes. Well, and honestly, based on how this civilization is kind of set up, that feels closer to what it would be like than these robots all working well. Because you've got these organizations that are all like kind of doing things at the like cheapest level for the most part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it would be a You're, frustrating so- experience. What we're what we're getting at is that uh, Murderbot deserves it. <laughs> I think so. I think that is, I think that is where we're going. And in fact, Luke, I don't think that these people are actually that invested in this robot that they've befriended. Okay, here's why, Luke. Robots are not people. So, um, mm, interesting. If I have a robot that I love. And I want to stick around for as long as possible. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to plug them into the cloud, upload their consciousness every morning. And then I don't have to worry about the fact that if their chest gets smashed, my best friend is lost forever. Because, oh, I actually love this bot and I backed him up. So don't worry, buddy. Your consciousness is safe. Uh, We're going to be friends forever. This is a good point. You do have to have automatic backups. Um, every five seconds have an automatic backup what are you doing five seconds that seems like overkill i wonder i'm gonna guess that they do have backups of mickey okay i i think i think the question here is how when was the last backup oh right like you have to completely redo your whole rings of power discussion about how cool sauron was (laughs) because mickey missed it in the current iteration like you already did this but you have to do it again because they didn't get backed up properly right like or or you did something really cool two weeks ago that mickey is your proof of yeah mickey remembers it and Uh has like the video of it yeah but your last backup was a month ago and it's like no i i dunked mickey's mick previous mickey saw it I can't dunk now, but I did dunk once, and now the evidence is gone. Right. I mean, you could just start saying that, right? You could just be like, oh, I messed up the backups, but like I did a cool dunk last week. I promise. Mickey, well, you wouldn't be able to confirm it because, you know, we had to, we had to revert you to a backup, but you, you would have said it was cool. So people could already kind of be doing this. Um Although it does become expensive when you have to get a bot to crush the chest of your bot every time you want to fake a dunk <laughs> or a back, which is or often. Something. Yeah, it is often. Right, it is often true. Um, <laughs> or you, or you <laughs> just time it well. I had a one week where I was super athletic. <laughs> Mickey doesn't remember it, but it was cool. It was awesome. I yeah. did all these things. Um, yeah, I don't know. These bots should never be dying. There's no reason for any bot to die. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a person, okay? Just put their, their... Their bot is a program. Just save the program somewhere. <laughs> Make a copy. I don't yeah. know. Have a clone somewhere. 
then you don't even have to wait to make a new bot. It's just like, oh, we'll get the backup bot. We'll turn on the backup. <laughs> you mean like the backup body of the bot? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Do you do you feel like if you loved your robot, mm-hmm. and you had and you had the resources to have like backup bodies, let's say, yeah, I feel like I would give each body slightly different things, and it would be like my my buddy, my bot buddy, mm-hmm. is like just changing clothes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like oh, today's Friday. I feel like being uh, the six arm bot on friday well i That's think it have usually... to be it have to be smaller than that you have like emo bot that has cool like mm. goth attire and then you have like yeah your dunk bot which has a basketball jersey and right where's the sweatband and because i think if you give them different abilities those are kind of they kind of become different bots do you know what i mean yeah but that's i that's the thing that's the cool part of it though right yeah, but then it's like you okay. just you just plug it. You're plug you're plugging the memory stick, right? You plug in you're plugging your CPU. Yeah. It's like, today I today I want Mickey to be, uh, uh, the sarcastic Mickey. This is the, this is his star- sarcastic body. Tomorrow we got a big basketball game. Tomorrow I want to give the basketball Mickey a rest. <laughs> Luke, no, because you're getting away from the the point that we started this with of like <laughs> bots shouldn't die because you just have a backup. If these are different personalities for the bot, they're all they all then need to be backed up because you're like, oh man, I lost sarcastic Mickey bot in the <laughs> chest crushing accident. I so we're just we're okay. multiplying the problem here because we're creating different okay. identities. I'm talking about just like outfits. I'm talking about just having different outfits, same personality, but they just dress a little bit different, which you could argue might create a different identity. I'm going to say it doesn't. Let's just for the moment assume it doesn't. Okay. Because if you have, if I have a six arm Mickey and like a pogo stick Mickey, they're going to develop into different personalities over time because six arm Mickey is going to have a great time in the kitchen and pogo stick Mickey is going to hate it. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Don't sell pogo stick Mickey short, first of all. Um, Can you imagine chopping while also pogo sticking? It's not going to work. <laughs> it's slow. It's not efficient. No. Okay. Okay. Valid point. Sure. Yeah. We're just changing. We're just, it could just cause slight cosmetic changes. Sure. Yeah. Maybe voice. Different voice. Ooh. How about that? We get a Snoop. We get a Snoop Dogg in there somewhere. <laughs> I'd love that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I will say we need to get some controls on, I, I don't know. There's too many dangerous bots running around. <laughs> now we hear about these combat bots and like, first of all, the evidence of the combat bots makes, makes murder bots name. I feel like a misnomer. Yeah. Yeah, especially because, like those are the mur- those are the murder bots. One hundred percent, because murder bot is a security unit. Like they are meant to be a right. security force. They're not going out killing like a combat bot is. Right. right. Agreed. Agreed. Um, we can't let these things out. <laughs> no more combat bots. What the fuck are we doing with this? Well, look. I mean, if I'm going to go to war with another country, I'm not sending people. 
I'm going to send combat bots. I So I think the tough thing here is like, I, it's probably mentioned at some point, but like, I don't, the government structure, we got to We got to get some common sense bot laws. <laughs> okay. All right, Luke. Um, I mean, I agree. We need some background checks, red flag laws for these com- combat bots. No question. No question. Um, I, I agree. It seems like every bot is wildly dangerous though. And we need a lot more media. That's like, Hey, beware of like pretty much every bot. Cause at any moment, any of these bots might decide to delete you. So be aware of that. Yeah. And I feel like it just keeps getting like every installation of this series. It keeps being like, Oh, like all of the bots are terrifying and the max level of terrifying keeps increasing (laughs) well and we also have heard about a next level of sec bot like of a security bot that is Mm. even worse that's even like more hardcore than our main security bot that we're following around right we haven't even met one of those yet it does seem like there's not really an upper limit because why would there be yeah correct you know like (laughs) there's transformers running around yeah for sure (laughs) so this is actually this actually leads me to a question that i have luke and i don't remember since it's been a while since we read the first book in this series but like why are people going anywhere Hmm. it seems like there's a bot to do anything why am i not in a little pod with like a slurpy straw in my mouth and like a i don't know like doritos getting piped in like why am i going places what is the benefit of sending a person to do a thing in person when like there are bots that do everything right like why why am i sending human good, researchers it's a, it's a good question i don't know i don't know um yeah there's there's not a good reason in my mind. The only you don't even need the like you don't even need the like human judgment aspect of it because like that can still be there, right? Yeah. Like you can still do a little like virtual reality situation. Right. Where you're like, like experiencing the world through a bot's whatever. Yep. Yep. Like maybe they stay on the satellite array and they send a bunch of bots onto the terraforming station because like yeah, I just I just have to log in to my bot portal and I can grab these two joysticks and move the little guys around and do a little research. And I get, okay, there's two things here that I want to address. The first is, in this specific instance, the storm was blocking signals. So, like, maybe you couldn't have done that in this specific instance. However, in a lot of cases, there's a good connection. Mm-hmm. Like, in the last one where they had to go to that meeting to get the data, just... Send a little VR bot. Be like, yeah, this is my <laughs> or, bot. Or a little, honestly, a little Zoom meeting. Yeah, why are we setting up a Zoom meeting? <laughs> um, so I think that's a that's something we need to address. The other thing we need to address is like, <laughs> maybe this is so dystopian that people are super cheap that like a bot would be an expensive solution when you could just send a person. <laughs> Ooh. It's Which dark, I don't, but I don't uh, love that. Yeah, I don't love that. But it it kind of yeah. fits, especially considering that the bots in all of these stories have been the ones who are like the 
most competent and effective actors and the people kind of suck in all of these stories right yeah so suck in terms of like being bad people but also like you said not not being competent like the bot like Murderbot is always just like you idiot do this thing not not what you're doing yeah right like the people keep getting into trouble because they like love the other people that they're with and they go do something irrational and Murderbot's like you idiot stop don't do that let me just fix it right mm. i don't know i don't know yeah well i'm excited for the next book where Murderbot just pitches a new form of vr for everybody and then the problem gets solved the, yeah the the big the big problem i think that's yeah. easy mm-hmm. i think we're working on it now i think we'll get there one of the big sticking points in this in this book one of the big kind of plot points is that their security actually seems to be not who they thought they were mm-hmm. i don't and and it's it's addressed that this is kind of a common problem because like if you contract with one of these organizations, they either, either you pick up your security at the place or they send like a big group of them. Like there's just too many for somebody to fake being the security. There's gotta be solutions to this problem, right? Like (laughs) send a picture Get a, email a picture of what your security <laughs> guards are supposed to look like before they arrive. Like, uh, yeah, okay, yes. I. That's the, that's the minimum. Right. Give them a password. <laughs> Give them a secret passcode. Right. We, we already do this for Uber. For, uh, th- yeah, this is a problem we have solved, guys. Come on. <laughs> like, I, I, we have actually <laughs> so many solutions for this. Uh, government-issued IDs big one <laughs> right Got multiple versions um passwords yeah for sure for sure uh maybe you do a little dna test i'm sure that the technology exists for this yeah even better than a picture there's, there's solutions from this ranging from like the lowest possible tech to the highest possible tech <laughs> and you could incorporate any or all of them i think yeah and it sounds like they just don't care it's and this is part of the reason why the the future that i think this is is somewhat dystopian because i think it's just that these corporations don't care like it's not even worth their time to come up with a simple password system for their security because they're like (laughs) yeah whatever we're gonna take the loss occasionally of our guards getting murdered on the way (laughs) that's that's so low level like my dogs have a microchip in them. <laughs> My dogs, who cost $50 at the pound, by the way. <laughs> they were on sale, which is very funny. And we joke about it all the time. But yeah, you should. Yeah. 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 It's 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 easy. Yeah, I it's just so low effort. All the people are so low effort. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't even know, like, I, I don't even feel like the laziness or, like, the being cheap comes in, like, really solves it or answers the question, 
here. Right. Right. I don't I don't know if I have another one. Maybe it's just like so we all have kind of internalized that like in our world CEOs don't do anything, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, fair. I feel like there's a chance that in the distant future that has become exacerbated where the like heads of these companies are still making a ton of money but are even cons- still like just not doing anything. Okay. Do you know so what I mean by this? They've just maximized the like uh ability to extract wealth without having to do anything. Yeah. It's it's taking this to the extreme where it's just like they own the brand or they're like associated with the brand at a high level. So like they don't they don't have to actually do anything different. They just people keep buying well, it. <laughs> right. And like the the some of the problems that we have uh observed uh-huh. are not like intentional by the companies or they don't like actually have any I don't know cost benefit analysis that the companies have decided upon. It's right. just that like they're not competent enough to have taken care of this. Right. Like they're not innovating at all. It's not that they've done an analysis to icy. It's that they're just not even solving any of their problems. They're just completely static yeah. at this point. Right. Right. I think there's potential with this, especially considering the larger plot that's happening here where this company instead of like lobbying and doing this stuff, they're just like, "Hey, we want these alien artifacts, so let's just see if we can hide it." Right. Right. They they could also just be spending all of their time on like other products that they think that people will want uh, uh-huh. but doesn't actually like you know do anything and so just like those the the basic bread and butter stuff keeps churning along without like the needed updates right. because like you got you got someone making like uh the metaverse or something yeah okay you're saying this is like oreo like they have Oreo. You don't really need another cookie. Like you could be fine and just make Oreos forever. <laughs> this isn't good. Who's buying these? Who's buying all the Oreo flavors? Right. You get Oreo and then maybe a double stuff if you're like feeling it. I think that's it though. Mm-hmm. I think that's all you need to do for Oreo. I think I tried one of the mint Oreos several years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I like this. I guess. Right. But I'm going to get the regular Oreos next time. Right. Now, it's, like, I, it's yeah. I, I will say, uh, my girlfriend likes the lemon ones. Oh, the lemon ones. Okay. So, and they're fine. You know, the lemon ones are fine. But what I want to, like, my main point here is just like Oreo didn't need to make the lemon ones. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. the fact that mm-hmm. it makes the lemon ones is great for some people. But, like, Oreo doesn't need to make anything but one thing. <laughs> right. Forever. Ooh. This this actually uh, maybe maybe we shouldn't go too far into the tangent, but this is a very common thing where companies that have their product works, but they're like, "Oh, we have to change things." Happens all the time uh with like apps and stuff. Mhm. as well. 
it's probably, I, th- I think you're right. This could be happening here where they're just like trying to innovate on the big stuff. They're like, <laughs> we need a more murdery bot. Everyone's like, can you just solve the password problem, please? Can you figure out how to get security personnel to a location securely? Can you do that <laughs> first, maybe? Right. Not yet. Uh, someday, maybe. We hope. We hope. Okay. Um, the last note I have is a small one. And I forget the exact context, but... Murderbot throws a lot of shade at magical talking weapons. I think it's after they've watched like a movie or something. Yeah, they do. Uh Uh-huh. And I think it's unfair because for one thing, personally, magical talking weapons are awesome. Um, And also, you are a magical talking weapon. (laughs) I mean, I think this is, I think this may be kind of the joke. Luke, we may have just found the joke. Um, okay, okay. Is that Murderbot... You're right, because you're right. Murderbot is a magical talking weapon. Um, and this story is about what happens if the weapon doesn't have anyone holding it. Like, what does the weapon want to do? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, maybe that's why Murderbot is annoyed by all these magical <laughs> talking weapons. Okay, yeah. But like, don't hate on Stormlight, okay? No, it's awesome. It's pretty cool, Murderbot. Um, <laughs> maybe just give it a chance, you know? Yeah. They're long, but that's what you need. You need more content. Right. Right. You are into books, apparently, sometimes. Oh, actually, really quick question. Do you think Murderbot reads the book, or do you think Murderbot's more of an audiobook Ooh. person? I feel like audiobook, for sure. I, I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, too. Um. The last thing I want to say, Luke, out of all of the, yeah, actually, maybe this is a question for you. Out of all of the groups of people that Murderbot has hung out with, which which were you most invested in? Because I will say that these people Murderbot was hanging out with in this, in this book, I didn't care at all. I didn't care if they all <laughs> got blasted by the combat robots. Um <laughs> I didn't care. I didn't seem relevant. Okay. I I think I agree with you on this one. I think I felt the same way on the last one too, actually. Okay. I I think I was most invested on, on group one. Uh, yeah. And I guess to be fair, group one had the most interesting engagement with Murderbot. Mm-hmm. The rest of these just seem like people trying to do a thing and do it kind of poorly. <laughs> right uh <laughs> well we're also just not not given enough time with people to form a i think this is to fair. form any kind of connection i think this is fair um, just, hey murderbot maybe stick around for a little bit make some friends murderbot <laughs> i don't yeah. know well hopefully they maybe, find maybe they find a community day. find a community out there luke yeah in the stars somewhere. everybody needs one it's true yeah so that is rogue protocol um i think i think next week we're going to move away from the murderbot series uh we might come back to it at some point so i don't think we're going to do reviews quite yet um but next week 
like I said earlier, we're going to do one uh, patron-only episode. So um, keep an eye out for that. Also, um, send us any any topics you want us to discuss, any questions. Um, we'll, we'll cover those. But we will also have a regularly scheduled episode next week um, where we will be starting the Mage Errant series by John Beers. Mm-hmm. We've gotten some recommendations for this. And in fact, we're, we're gearing up doing some progression fantasy here, folks, because mm-hmm. the countdown for Wayward is here. All right? That's uh, right. The Cradle series is wrapping up. So we're going to be introducing a few alternative uh, progression fantasy books for the next few weeks before this last Cradle book comes out. So if you like these books and you want to keep doing progression fantasy, uh, maybe continue on in, in one of these series and, and pick up one of these series if your need for progression fantasy is too great. Mm-hmm. That's right. And so Luke and I will begin our journey next week. We'll bring the hot takes. And be the dumb nerds. Yeah.